What's the secret to your hair, Dr. Lisa? I get that question so much. And what I have changed recently is using my Nourish Collagen Peptides from the Nourish Balance Thrive line. As you know, before I ever put my name on anything, I test it out for months. And so therefore, I have been using this product for a long time before it ever became available to you guys. Why am I loving this product so much more than any other ones that I've ever used? A, this is grass-fed collagen. So if you are dealing with post-COVID hair loss, if you are dealing with a Hashimoto's diagnosis or a hypo or just low thyroid diagnosis and you're losing your hair, or maybe you're noticing your hair just isn't as thick as it used to be when you were in your 20s, right? There's so many of us noticing that. You might want to add some collagen into your routine. And the Nourish Collagen Peptides is from grass-fed cows, so you're going to love that. You're not going to get all the nasty hormones or whatever else that might be in conventional products. I am always looking for the cleanest source available. What else? If you're looking in the mirror and you're noticing those laugh lines, or if you can pinch your skin and it doesn't like rebound back as fast as it used to, that means the elasticity of your skin just isn't there and we want to rebuild it, nourish it so it can thrive, right? So the Nourish Collagen Peptides will do just that. And obviously as a chiropractor, I love this because it is good for your joint health as well. So Nourish Collagen Peptides has type 1 and type 3 collagen peptides in it, which are great for, like I said, hair, skin, and nails. So if you are dealing with laugh lines or thinning hair or creaky joints, you're going to want to grab a container of the Nourish Collagen Peptides. You can mix it into your smoothies, into your coffee. You can mix it into like your brownies if you're eating that drlisao.com, click the shop link or click the link below. An Ironic Media Production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Hey there, Rockstar. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while, trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant, best version of you. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to the show. I am here to make healthy living simple, and that includes mindset. So we're deep diving today. I am bringing on Amira Alvarez, who is the founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman, a global coaching company helping entrepreneurs, empire builders, and rising stars in all fields achieve their goals and dreams faster than they ever thought possible. As someone who has made a quantum leap and has lived to tell about it, she knows exactly what tactical strategies and mindset shifts are required to get out of your own way, live life on your own terms, and master the art of achieving any goal you set your mind to. You can find her at theunstoppablewoman.com. I have an amazing guest here with me today, and I'm so excited for her to share your story or her story with all of you. This is Amira Alvarez. She has an amazing podcast, but we're going to talk about how to be unstoppable today because this is something I feel like over the last several years, we all have had to do a couple little like gut checks and even like see where our mind is at. And so this is something um, you are going to want to bring this podcast with you and listen over and over and over again. I can already tell it's going to be one of those shows. So Amira, thank you so much for being here. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm excited. Let's do so, 
fill us in. I want to know how did you end up getting it, you know, where you are now compared to where you were? Like you now are multi like seven figure uh, business and you you help coach a lot of women this way. So we're going to talk financial wellness today, um, mindset, all of the all of the things. So let's hear how you got to where you are. Absolutely. So how far back do you want to go? Right. (laughs) But I think the context that I would like to start with is, you know, I had a typical middle-class upbringing. Okay. This is not a like rags to riches. This is a class to breaking through some of my internal blocks so that I could do the things that I was meant to do in this world that I didn't know that I was meant to do, but I was meant to do. And subsequently making a huge income breakthrough and really stepping into, you know, my truth, if you will. But it didn't start like that's with 2020 hindsight. Like at the beginning, it was just following the breadcrumbs. Like I call it following the breadcrumbs of desire. Like what's next in front of me? Um, But, you know, typical upbringing, you know, I was raised to get good grades in school that was like, be a good person, get good grades, um, make sure everyone else is happy. All the classic upbringing of, of, you know, women in our society Mm -hmm. and, and I love our society and I love being a woman. So there's no negation there, but it's just a reality that, uh, I was not taught to go for, um, big things. I was taught to do the right thing. If you will. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when I ended up deciding to start my own business, I was dotting the I's and crossing the T's and getting stuck in the weeds. And this was in all aspects of my life, but it became abundantly clear when I was starting my own business because I had this incredible feedback loop with what kind of income I was making. And it was great that I was doing all these like tactical things in my business that were like content development or social media or this or that. But if I wasn't making sales, if I wasn't making money, I wasn't growing my business. And it became clear that I had a lot of internal blocks that were keeping me from being the person who could take the action. And so flash forward, like I started a business I learned how to do business. I realized I didn't know how to do business. So I I went and I learned how to grow business and I was really successful doing that. And then we moved across the country and it was a brick and mortar business. So I moved across the country. I didn't have that business anymore. And I had to figure out like, do I start that same business in a different town where I don't know anyone or do I do something else? And I did a lot of soul searching, a lot of walking with my dog thinking, triangulating, all the things. And I realized that when I was building business number one, people were asking me a lot of questions about how I got that off the ground and was so successful. And I loved talking about it. And I loved helping people with that. So I was like, "Mm, what's this coaching business mentorship thing? I was already doing it, but let's, let's see if, let's see if I can make this viable. So the First year in business, I made, it was probably the first six months in business, nine months, not a full year, but I made 30K. I felt pretty good about that, 
but that's not, that wasn't enough to truly live off of, right. For, for the, the, the lifestyle that I wanted to create for myself. And the second year in business, I just kept going at it and I had one strategy. Well, I had a few strategies, but the main strategy was work harder to do all the things. That's how we all are. (laughs) There's got to be more hours in a day, right? Like, (laughs) turns out there's not. Um, So I had that strategy, be a good person, do good work and work, work your patootie off, right? Work really hard. So the second year in business, I went from making 30K to 90K. So I tripled my income, which was great. I didn't quite cross that mythical six figure mark, but I, I was proud of myself. And, uh, and I just kept doing what I was doing, which was like the spaghetti approach, right? Like do all the things. Okay. And see what sticks. And the third year in business, I made 138K, which was 50,000 more or less more, which is a nice big chunk of chunk forward, leap forward. And, and I share these numbers because I think it's important to pull back the, the curtain on the financials of what it takes. And, and here I was, someone who considers herself pretty smart, who had built a business before, and this was the pace that I was going at. And many people don't go at even that pace, okay? But that third year, I had this wake up moment and I call it my come to Jesus moment where I was sitting on the floor of my office. It was not a a client facing day. And I was still in the clothes that I'd slept in, like the sweats that were, you know, not very sexy and the the t-shirt that like didn't like there was no like feminine sex appeal here whatsoever. There was no put togetherness at all. And I was sitting on the floor of my office with my laptop on my lap and it was probably 6.30 at night. And my husband calls upstairs and says, hey, babe, dinner's ready. And I'm like, oh, thanks so much. I called downstairs. Thanks so much. I'll be right down. I just need to get one more thing done. How many of you have had that experience? Just one more thing. And about 45 minutes, an hour later, he calls back and he's like, I'm starting. And uh, he, he's a good guy. So he didn't, you know, guilt or shame me, but I had this wake up moment of like, I can't keep going like this. This is not, this is not sustainable. And to your point earlier, Lisa, there aren't more hours in the day, but Oprah has the same 24 hours. Beyonce has the same 24 hours, Richard Branson, Sarah Blakely, they all have the same 24 hours. And I was like, I can't, I, I don't understand success well enough. Like I, they, they must be doing something that I'm not doing. It was like an honest moment of just mm-hmm. like reality check here. And, and the bigger reality check was, you know, I was still in the clothes I slept in. So that meant that I hadn't taken a shower and that I hadn't even brushed my teeth. I was like the, the tiger was chasing me. Right. So my sense of worth was like this big. Like I wasn't even taking care of myself, giving myself a a chance to like breathe and live and expand. So that year, I'm going to close this story and tell you the after, and you can ask me any questions about how I did this. Totally an open book. But like that year I studied success. I, I learned from other people. I studied success. I applied it to myself. I did a, a, cause and effect, test, tweak, Mm -hmm. test, tweak. And I went from making 138K 
to 700 K in one year, five times my income. Wow. And then subsequently took the business past seven figures and have done that, you know, the rest of the time and many years in a row. So not a flash in the pan. And it took me a while to figure out, even though I was really studying it, figuring out what was the formula? What was the methodology? What did I actually do to make that change? And that's, that's the, that's the secret sauce because, you know, otherwise I would have remained a smart, good person with great work ethic mm-hmm. who was doing fine, but wasn't really stepping into what she was put on this earth to do. And now my goals were to cross the seven figure mark. That's not everyone's goal, but whatever your goal is, I just want you to know that like, there's a method to achieving that goal. So that's a long winded way of saying that's my story and where I was and where I, where I am now. I love it. But because I think there's all of us and especially as women, and you said it, like we are all taught and it's, our innate being of taking care of everybody and everything else. There's something supposedly virtuous about it, right? And so it's our health. It's our whatever it is that gets put on the back burner because we're going after side goal, whether it's helping to get the kids raised, whether it's working with the business, whatever it is. And I think this is the beautiful part of it is like you've literally cracked that code to figure out, and it could be for our health. It could be for our business. It could be for our marriage, but it's what we need to do to make success in all areas of our life, right? Absolutely. So, so the, the, the company that I run is called the unstoppable woman. It's not the unstoppable business. It's like who you are as a woman. And I'm very, I teach from this perspective of universal law. And one of the laws is the law of gender. And the law of gender says that you need the masculine and the feminine to create. Like, and if you think about it, you're a doctor, you know, these things, mm-hmm. you need like the, the sperm and the egg to make a baby, right? Like right. you need the masculine, and the feminine, that's life force. And that, that energy is what creates and you need both. But we tend to, especially those of us who have this kind of work ethic or are driven by um, pleasing others, like we have this, this, this uh, drive to, to do the next thing. It's very task oriented and focused. And it's very much that we're in our masculine all day long. And that's, it's not to say that that's not great. You, you need that to take action. You need that to, I shouldn't say that because you can take action from the feminine too, but you need that to have goals and focus and discipline, all these things that you need to, to create more in your life. But if you're not allowing for the feminine, that receiving energy, that like nurturing, you're, you're going to keep hitting your, your head up against the wall. And, (laughs) and you're going to feel like to, to your point and your clients, like, I don't have time for my health. Right. Right. And and you need, you need to allow the feminine is that allowing. And if you bring in some more, we're not taught this, but if you bring in some more of that allowing, you can actually create what you want so much faster, whether it's health or finance, either one. So when you say that to bring in more of the allowing, can you give an actual example for people to realize, like, how would we do this if we are, if we are sitting, how about on the kitchen floor right now, trying to figure out our life? 
<laughs> because there's that moment, right? Ladies, we've all been there. We've all sat there on that floor. And I hate the question of like the why me. I had a coach years ago that said that's the worst question ever to ask. But we understand how there's been that portion where um, we are sitting there and we're trying to figure out life and whatever it is. And it's that there's never an answer to the why me. Yeah. Like why, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there's so many different things to, to share on this, but fundamentally you need to allow. So the first part in this methodology that I teach is desire. You have to claim your desire. You have to, to, to really own what you own, like you want. Okay. And most people go at it from a very male uh, masculine perspective, which is, okay, how much money do I need to make to pay the bills in my uh, current lifestyle, increase it by 30% and send my kids to college, right? Like they do some math, which is great. It's not bad. I'm all about like the numbers, but it's a very practical, rational way of picking a goal, but it doesn't speak to your truth. Okay. And you will feel like you're pushing, um, you know, a boulder up the hill if you don't have a a desire that is truly yours, an accurate, correct, um, spiritually true desire. And you, in order to tap into that, you can't go at it from the, the logic side, which is important. We need that once we claim our desire. Okay. So the, to, to integrate the feminine here, you, you allow, you, you ask yourself, well, what is it that I really want? What's the truth of that? And what I do with my, I have a mastermind called the spirit of wealth. And what I do with those, the, the women in it is we have something called a creation playbook. And it's like all the pieces we talk about the income and the business and that the career, that side, but then we look at the health, which is your lane and the relationships and the spirituality and the contribution and all these different parts of your life. And we claim that. And, and it's challenging because most women are not taught that it's okay to want what you want. We, we, we suppress (laughs) that. So we don't know how to do it. So it's, it becomes a learned skill, but it's really about taking my permission slip and if there were no hold, like there were nothing holding you back, what would you go for? What is that? Hey, Dr. Lisa here. Guess what I have for you. I've got some new amazing products coming out. I have some great cookbooks and supplements and courses and all sorts of stuff. And because you've been such a loyal listener, I don't want you to miss out on these specials. So make sure you head on over to drlisao.com and opt on in over there so that way you will be the first to know when we promote some of our specials specifically for podcast listeners. So check it out, drlisao.com. And, and this is the way, and then we put a plan together. Then we bring in that masculine element. Does that make sense? I love it. Yes. No, it absolutely does. And so allowing us to dream, right. And be creative. And, um, even going back to being like that little girl and what, what were our desires as a child, right? Like what did, what did we dream of being at four years old? So, yeah, the feminine is, it's like the womb, 
Okay. Mm -hmm. It's nurturing and seeds get planted there and you need to allow, you need to open up to allow those seeds to come in, but it's really a receptive energy. So there you go. I love it. So let's talk a little bit about self-image and identity and how, um, what's your, what's your thoughts on all of that breaking through barriers, et cetera. Yeah, this is a critical, critical piece to achieving any goal you want. Okay. So you would have achieved these goals already if you were the person who did those things that resulted in those goals. Okay. So fundamentally, first of all, this means that you have to have the stance that life isn't happening to you, but that you are hundred percent personally responsible for all your outcomes. Now that's mm-hmm. a, that's a big thing. I had to really learn that Lisa. Okay. That every result I, I was getting was because of me. Mm-hmm. Okay? Oprah's getting different results. Right. Okay? So it, if, if it's me first, I was like, that's unfair. There's all this stuff that's happening to me, right? Like it's his fault and the COVID and the this and the that, right? Or it's my genes or whatever. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. But once I realized that if I took a hundred percent personal responsibility, that was the key to freedom because that meant that I had the power. Now, most mm-hmm. people don't want to take that because they don't want to, they, they don't want to risk disappointing themselves, risk failure. Okay. And the thing is you can't fail as long as you keep trying. Okay. Right. So just know that. Like I know that. that's yeah. like an old adage, but you have to, you have to live that. Mm-hmm. So once I, once I recognized, okay, I can change. Okay. It's up to me to change. I can't keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. I have to change. How, why is it so difficult to actually do different things? Why am I in my pattern? Okay. And again, most people don't want to look at that because that's comfortable. That's familiar. Okay. That's how they're, how they've always done life. And if you look at that and say, oh, well, maybe the way I've always done life isn't working. You, you, most people go into a place of wronging themselves and that's uncomfortable. They don't want to do that. So they come up with all sorts of stories and justifications. So you have to get really honest with yourself. Okay. Then self-image, everything that we do or don't do is based on our subconscious programming. So we have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. We think we are making conscious decisions. We think, okay, I would like to have a better relationship with my husband. I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and I'm consciously choosing this, but a new experience a new thing comes into our world. He's late from work. Um, There's some uh, catastrophe with your finances, the family finances. He's grumpy, whatever it is. And you react in your old patterned way. Okay. Your conscious decision went out the freaking window. (laughs) This happens. You fill in the blanks here for your income, for your health, you know, I've made the decision. I want to be fit and healthy, right? And lose 20 pounds. And, you know, you have some sort of trigger bad day and you're back to eating, right? Okay. Cake, not eating. (laughs) Eating bad stuff. Yeah, no, knew what you meant, but yeah, we should always eat. (laughs) So then you have to realize, okay, well, if I keep going back to this, 
this isn't that I'm fundamentally flawed because that's where people go. They're like, I'm lazy. There's something wrong with me. It's that your subconscious mind has a program in it. Okay. And that program is running all the time. And that program is based on your beliefs, what you believe about yourself, what you believe about others, and what you believe about the world. Now, your beliefs about yourself is your self-image. This is your identity. This is what you know, who you know yourself to be, what you believe about yourself. And so if you believe that you are in some ways unlovable, then you're going to play that out and see the world that way. If you say, if you have a belief that it, um, it's hard to make money, you're going to play that out in the world. I had that belief. Okay. And I, I, I heard someone say, it's easy to make money. And I was like, go jump off a bridge for you maybe, but not for me. Right. I, I, there was a big F word in my head. When I heard <laughs> that. Okay. I was like, you know, F off. Like that's mm-hmm. not my experience. And then I was like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Those results that he's getting are different than the results that I'm getting. Maybe I don't know what I need to learn. And that's an example of how something in your outside world comes in, but you have a filter through which you see it. My instant reaction was that's not true because it didn't line up with my beliefs about myself. It was not easy for me, but I will say that I was, when I heard that along my personal development path far enough that I was able to stop myself and ask that question and realize Oh, maybe, maybe I don't have it right. And, and then I went through the process of changing my self image. Okay. Changing who I saw myself to be and how I saw the world and others. And that's part of what really key part of how I started getting different results and going from 138 to 700k. That was that year. Okay. And I was like, okay, what if it is easy to make money? Okay. What would that look? So for your, your world, like, what if it was easy to have great health? Right. What if it didn't need to be a struggle? Okay. Mm-hmm. So right. that's, I that's love it. the role that self-image plays. And you can't break it without, without, uh, you know, really doing the work to change yourself. And there's so much, and I feel like it's one of those things within the chiropractic profession. I was having the conversation with one of my patients yesterday, because we were just talking about how our beliefs create where our realities and she kept looking at me. She's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. And I'm like, well, like your thoughts create. And she's like, I don't get it. And I'm like, like negative people get negative results. And so then she pulled it into politics. And I was like, this is not the conversation I'm having right now. But the fact is, it's uh, within chiropractic, I feel like we've always been taught it's the mothers, fathers, teachers, and preachers, right? It's what we grew up thinking. And so it's always trying to retrain. And especially within chiropractic in and of itself, like, you know, we we, our parents weren't medical doctors. Our parents weren't very affluent. We all just came into this profession and we're all a bunch of healers that want to make the world better. And then, you know, we're also being attacked all the time. (laughs) So it's just interesting on all of this perspective, because I think there's been a lot of it within our chiropractic profession of people trying to teach about, Hey, your beliefs, 
do create your reality. And it doesn't matter what you just said. Like this is the the limiting beliefs that you have before and how you can shift and change that type of stuff. Um, Such a fabulous conversation. I love this and how much our mindset does really truly matter because I feel like I've had to up the conversation a lot more, even with patients over the last two years of, um, you know, when we've been throwing a lot of different things at us and it's when, you know, it's changing every week. And so I'm always trying to like recalibrate people, putting them right back (laughs) to their center. So um, it really makes a huge difference. Just like you mentioned the last couple of years with COVID, you know, my clients, because they had such, I call it a bulletproof mindset. And now there's a little bit of hyperbole there because people get triggered still. It's not perfect, perfect. Right. But they understood how the perspective, the law of relativity, like the Mm -hmm. perspective they needed to have in order to thrive during COVID. And all my my clients, except for one who was in a very specific industry that was affected, um, did better that year. I love it. Yeah. That was, I was thinking about 2020. I wrote off 2021, but I think we um, are. <laughs> but I mean 2021 was great too. I just mm-hmm. when I when I think about that stat, I was thinking about 2020. So yeah, and it's so true. Well Amira, this has been so fabulous. Can you share with everybody where they can find you like on social media and your podcasts and all that great information. And I know you have a summit that you do twice a year too. So um, let's let's hear a little bit about the summit. We're gonna put all this information in the show notes too. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, The summit is the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. This is for really motivated women who, driven women, people who have goals, big goals for themselves, and they've been hitting a block, they've been hitting some sort of barrier, and they want to know how to achieve it from both not letting go of that masculine uh, drive, but, but integrating the feminine in there and with some really concrete tactics and the, the laws that I mentioned, those were instrumental in me really quantum leaping and in understanding what this methodology and formula is to achieve any goal. So uh, I fundamentally attract women to that summit who are going for an income breakthrough and run their own business. However, women, I have clients who are women in corporate and, and they do exceedingly well there as well. And it's, if, if you want to use it for another goal in your life, it works for that. So if, if you're attracted to it and you're like, I just want to do X, I want to run a marathon, which is one of the things I used it for, right? Is yeah. like, you can do that. Anyways, that's the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. And you can find out details on that. It's a three-day immersive uh, training uh, at the unstoppablewoman.com slash summit. And we'd love to have you there. Uh, the On social, the best place to find us is the, our Facebook group. It's a free Facebook group. I do little teachings and lives there. Uh, we have free downloads. We have scale plans. We have all sorts of stuff there. So that's, um, the be unstoppable Facebook group. And yeah, that's, those are the two best places. Awesome. Then I will put those your podcast. Yeah, for sure. Your podcast. (laughs) The podcast is the unstoppable woman and we're on all the channels. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time today. This has been fabulous. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me.
Did you like that episode? I absolutely love having the opportunity to interview some of the best and brightest guests and to share them with all of you. So if I may ask you a huge favor, I would love it if you went on over to Apple Podcast and gave us a review. I personally read each and every one of them as they come in and I am always inspired by your feedback. So I would be so appreciative if you did that. And here is the legalese. All content provided by Dr. Lisa Olszewski and her guests in her programs, including this podcast, her website, summits, and other platforms, is for educational and informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider before you make any changes to your health routine, especially related to this content. Ask your physician questions about medical conditions. No statement has been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products mentioned or discussed in these programs are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I hear it all the time. How do I get my kids to eat fruits and vegetables? How can I get them to take a multivitamin? Or even for our adults, I hate fruits and vegetables. How do I incorporate some of the great benefits of this? This is why I created the Nourish Super Greens and Super Reds. You are going to love them. They are all organic. You have organic green blend and an organic red antioxidant blend. But what else I love about this... I brought in immune support as well. So we have such amazing superfoods, all of the different mushrooms that are in there, along with digestive enzymes. And you can just mix it into your smoothie. You can mix it into some water, but it tastes good. There are no added sugars. You're going to love it. So just click the link below or go to drlisao.com and click the shop button.